Hey everyone, and welcome to the Renovating You podcast. I am Denise Recker, and we are recording, recording this the first week of June. And we are going to weigh in somewhat on what has been going on in uh, the world since May 25th of the death of George Floyd. And you may wonder, um, what could we say? Because if you've heard us before, three girls, three white chicks, mm-hmm. and we have an extra one today. We'll, we'll introduce her in a bit. But um, we hope that this opens up some conversation for you and also for you to realize that everyone has a voice and how we use it is so important and it matters. So we're going to go ahead and uh, do our best, I think, to honor this man and what he went through and also what we can do, how we can speak into the lives of those around us. So let's go ahead and get started. Alrighty, guys, we are here. We're getting more and more Bs, and I'm not really sure what to do with that because I'm a D, so I'm not a B. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the usuals, Beth, Bethany, Alex, engineer extraordinaire, and Beth's other daughter, Brittany. So we are so glad that she is here joining us. We actually kind of roped her in and said, hey, want to be on the podcast? <laughs> She's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm prepared. <laughs> but in her generosity and just who she is as a person and a two on the Enneagram, she's like, sure. Of course I'm you in. said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help. I'll help you so, <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, we are going to talk about this. Um, it's a hard subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a very weighty subject for us. And even I was talking with Beth earlier in the week and it's like you have COVID and now you've got this on top of it. And how do we how do we navigate it? What is our response, and how do we even um, open up conversation? So that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to talk about it, and we've talked about you know what if we say the wrong thing? What if it's misunderstood? Mm-hmm. Which whatever and we're, you know, and it kind of paralyzes you to where you just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that this podcast does, we hope, is it opens up conversations yeah. into uncomfortable subjects topics and today is one of those topics Mm -hmm. Uh, we did not want to go by it and just blow by it um, because a man did lose his life in a very um senseless senseless and intentional Mm -hmm. intentional what was done there's no um there's no misunderstanding just the things that you've seen and heard and so um we just want to talk about that and i know i've talked about how i have felt heavy how have you guys felt this week i mean just Mm. Heavy. Very heavy. heavy. Very mm-hmm. heavy. Like oppressive almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's brought up a, a lot. Just I couldn't really put a, a name on the emotion. Or mm-hmm. sometimes when you go through seasons, you know you're grieving or you know you're sorrowful for this or that reason. But I didn't even know. Certainly the, the loss of a life, a senseless, mm-hmm. tragic loss. But I didn't know how to put words to it. And that mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. Frustrating. I didn't know where to go. I wanted to do something, but what does something look like? Mm-hmm. How do you respond? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do we respond? 
Mm-hmm. And so that, that was a lot of weight, I felt like, mm-hmm. a lot of weight. And I think, too, when you're standing by and almost like watching something happen, you know, it's almost like seeing somebody drown and mm-hmm. you're just like standing there and it's like, is this really happening? And yet it was recorded and it's on the television. And so there's no denying mm-hmm. where it is. But um, I think we just want to talk about it as believers mm-hmm. who know Jesus. Yeah. And as believers who have a voice, that yeah. we're not just going to sit back and just say it's too bad that happened, pray for the family, and move sure, on. Right. Because what can we do as individuals? And we're going to borrow some of a uh, little bit of Tony Evans, mm-hmm. what we heard on so there, good. just how he kind of was very succinct and how he kind of talked about it. Obviously, we're going to add our own spin as we do at Renovating You, but just talking about individual, family, church, and then government. How do we handle this? Uh, one of the things I liked that he talked about was justice and righteousness, yeah. where righteousness was God's divine standard, and then justice is the redemption of God's morality. And he kind of put it in there as like the twin towers that they're mm-hmm. like they're yeah. meant to be together. You cannot separate it. And one of the questions I want to put out to you guys, and I'm going to be quiet here and just listen to you for a little bit, is um, one of the things that kind of came to me today as I was listening to different. Um, pastors and things and even kind of preparing for our recording was this how do we how do we as believers right where does that line up can we do believe can we truly be in relationship and value God without valuing his creation Mm-hmm. And can we value his creation really without God? Because we are his creation. So to me, it's kind of together. What do you guys? What do you guys think on that? No, I mean absolutely. You know, we're made in the image of God. Um, not one race, not one demographic or socioeconomic group. We are all made collectively in the image of God. And so that to me is pretty clear, pretty succinct. And there's not a lot of. Did he mean this group or that group? And like Dr. Evans said, it's not, you know, the, the justice. It's not justice or righteousness. Both of those walk together firmly. And so I think for me it's been um, just a season of just kind of reflecting on my own heart. Um, how am I responding to this? Am I doing more, you know, observing? Am I doing more judging? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just I'm asking um, those hard questions. But when I look back at creation, it's just very clear that made in the image of God means we're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And we're not to be judged by the color of our skin. And uh, this is an epidemic of a, a sin problem um, that mm-hmm. is manifesting person to person. Um, and it started, you know, it's, it's, it's a war we're fighting man to man. But it it is a spiritual war as well, and I think that's where um, we as believers really need to discern in our own hearts, God, what is what is going on, and where can I where can I step in? Not just say I'll pray for you, or, I'm sorry. And if we believe all men are created equal, then where is my part in restoring and looking to our brother or sister that's hurting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so it's so true. Anybody else? Brittany, anything I just think, think it's important because I think we say 
you know, love each other as Christ loves or love each other as, you know, you love yourself. But it's like without God, without that supernatural love, we can't do that. We just see the flaws. We see the differences. We see things. But with his eyes, we can see that, yeah, we are. We're created in his Mm -hmm. image and Mm -hmm. no difference or whether it be skin color or intelligence, whatever you want to age, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have to have that revelation in our heart first Mm -hmm. i can say i love you but until i see you the way god sees you Mm -hmm. i'm going to be jaded i'm going to have a skewed Mm -hmm. view of who you really are who god really meant for you to be so yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think you can love creation without loving god and vice versa like they Mm -hmm. go hand in hand yeah yeah i I think there's no really separation there is is. if you think well how could somebody do that well it's like because they don't they're not going to honor god if they don't honor his creation and they just toss it aside or murder it or maim it abuse it you know Mm -hmm. even in that when you're talking about you know loving and things it's like you know even with the abuse that happens in homes Mm -hmm. many Mm -hmm. times right before that someone's saying i love you and everything and those things are happening i mean it's just there's such a um disintegration even in what words even mean they're just the rhetoric that Mm -hmm. we say so like i'm praying for you exactly love you you thinking about you thinking about you you know sorry that happened Mm -hmm. but it hasn't really impacted us and i think um I don't know in this particular time if it was so much more of the fact that I do think that everybody being caught up in COVID for all this time, I think it kind of escalated Mm -hmm. it with the pressure of being quarantined and feeling controlled and, you know, whatever, whatever people are feeling, that's a whole other topic, which we have kind of done before, but just all that. So what has made, what has made this life stand out maybe more so than the others I don't know other than the fact that maybe so much of it was recorded Mm -hmm. and you're actually watching this happen and and three other police officers just standing there and watching it happen and um it's almost like pinched me so it's like a movie yeah you know what i mean it was it was it was just really yeah it was just really it was like one of those out-of-body experiences like what is going what is going on exactly Mm -hmm. and then how we respond individually and i think you know one of the things that we're doing as individuals and even bringing bringing britney and hey last minute hey come on talk you know mm-hmm. share your voice you know you know where you're coming from of just saying as individuals how do we how do we impact our world we all have different people that we you know work with or whatever mm-hmm. and how do we still be a voice yeah. um and still say what is true first mm-hmm. i don't want to get involved and i'm getting to pull back or mm-hmm. i don't want to cause ruffle anybody's yeah. feathers or they could right. misunderstand so i'll just i'll just you know yeah put tape over my mouth you know um so i think that's one thing and then um all of us here are moms that are on the podcast here so let's talk about the family Mm -hmm. the family aspect of it i mean obviously my son is 26 years old Uh, beth has various ages of children um and then you beth and bethany have young or beth Mm -hmm. bethany anthony (laughs) 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 Bethany. Brittany, <laughs> yeah, um, have younger, mm-hmm. younger kids, and bringing them up in this world. You know, Alex is here; he's not married yet, but that will be coming. And he'll have the kids, and so yeah. it's like, how do we? What are what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, how do you um, parent your children in a way where you have compassion and value for life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and realize that could All still life. cause something if you're standing up for that yes. life what can that look like and then how, how's that going to happen with your kids if they're standing up for somebody so you yeah. guys you know talk on that a little bit of the, as young young moms yeah 
I think, well, I think for me, like even when this whole thing happened, I looked at my husband and this might sound silly, but I was like, okay, look at Ava's dolls. They're all the same mm. color. Like I'm going to go on Amazon right now and buy, you know, all God's creation the, the, of our skin. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So for me, I was like, I don't want her to just, I want her to be in the culture of like what you're saying, God's creation, mm-hmm. unity, love. Um, and for me, that was, that's what I felt like, cause she's, she's only three. So, I mean, she'll probably learn this in her history book, but no, she can learn at home first, how to treat other people mm-hmm. and how to love like God would love, mm-hmm. not as how the world might push on her mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. agendas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, because even in a textbook, you said she might read about it, that's going to be that's that a, person's perception. Exactly. What kind of perception are they coming from? Exactly. Where are they coming from? You and know? that means she has to wait till she reads. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, so yeah. So yeah. yeah. Exactly. And just getting in an environment mm-hmm. of, yeah, that as well. How about yeah. you, Brittany? Well, my oldest son, Emerson, he's five and a half, and I didn't really know when this conversation would have to come up. You know, I knew it was evident or inevitable. Um, But actually, in February, we went on a vacation to Colorado, and we were in a restaurant, and this just came to my mind because it's very relevant to what's going on, but um, there was a man, he was transgender, and Emerson looked at me, and he's like, why is that man dressed like a girl? And I was like okay, you're aware that people um, aren't all like you and that there's some differences out there. And so I had a great conversation with him, and he wanted to know. Mm-hmm. He was like, help me understand because, you know, mm-hmm. I see a difference here and I don't get it. And he's five and a half, and he's super observant. And so, but in, but I'm learning how to parent intentionally. And so I was like, I'm not going to ignore it and be like, oh, it's fine, it's nothing, it's whatever. But I had an opportunity to educate. And, hey, Emerson, he was made in the image of God. God loves him. But there's some confusion, and so we can pray for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I tried to just bring it back to Christ and not shame the behavior, shame the person, mm-hmm. shame my son for thinking, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, hey, he's, you know, God loves him, and we love him, and we should love him too. And mm-hmm. he's hurting, and that's probably why, you know, what's going on. Um, but even with all this, you know, there's some even people in his sphere now that maybe aren't like him. And so having those conversations um, more when he is bringing it up or noticing it, but I'm learning how to just be intentional and to hear him when he says things like, what does he really mean behind that? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. and kind of go to the heart of it and help him. And it helps me too. like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. It's a good reminder. Like, yeah, they are different, but it's okay. And I should love them. And I need to still, mm-hmm. you know, pray right. for them and right. pray for us mm-hmm. that we can learn how to love each other well. So mm-hmm. yeah, my other ones too, and I have one on the way, so they're, <laughs> they're oblivious to life, but it's kind of cool watching him yeah. mm-hmm. just ask questions and be inquisitive and then allowing, you know, yeah. you know just have those conversations with him and asking Lord for help. Cause I have no idea. Sometimes I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain yeah. this to a five-year-old, but this is the best I got. And so I think something like you're saying is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. The being silent, mm-hmm. at least just starting that conversation is going to, plant a seed in him hopefully so. yeah starting yeah. it yeah sorry no go ahead, oh, go ahead i was gonna yeah. say yeah starting it i mean it all starts in the home mm-hmm. yes and so that's even okay how how are my husband and i speaking yeah. when we see different things right. mm-hmm. yeah. and so for me i had to do a lot of inward like what what am how am i speaking what am i doing are my actions showing love or are my actions showing judgment you know and so for me i've done like what you were saying i it, it was a lot of inward like Mm-hmm. Almost like a 
like what did you say a finger pr- uh, spotlight. a light bulb a spotlight, a spotlight or, in your mm-hmm. heart. yeah yeah like it, it's an awareness now um, mm-hmm. yeah of more magnifying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think too and I think that's something that we're talking about here and I know there are tons of other people having podcasts and um, I know Living Stones Church tomorrow is releasing a podcast um, with one of the elders um, that happens to be, you know, black as well. And so um, that'll be good as well when we mm-hmm. release this tomorrow. Sure. Uh, but I think something that really is kind of has been impressed on me is that we knowing and desiring and continuing to ask questions mm-hmm. yes and so i think of younger kids who are going to ask questions but you guys are asking yourselves questions right. Right. as you know 30 year old women mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we have to continue asking ourselves and even us beth you know 100%. asking ourselves you know how are we if we are mentoring how are we helping 100%. How, what do we do how do we speak into this mm-hmm. because i think sometimes we get so caught up in the right and wrong of it when in the end god is the final say Mm -hmm. i don't know sometimes how he'll be i I don't know what i do know is is that we are all were created equal in his image and we all are his creation now what he decides to do end of it that's his Mm -hmm. that's his business Mm -hmm. yeah you know he doesn't need me to do that he needs me to love well Mm -hmm. love well and Mm -hmm. be there for people and so when you're doing that and you're with your families, I mean, I can I can speak into this. I don't know. I was going to try and uh, research it on here, and I didn't. But um, when the movie The Help came out, did, I, did all you guys oh see yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Jesus, help me. So I took Alex, that's my son, and we. I thought, you know what? He needs to be you know, exposed to this. And I took him to the movie theater, mm-hmm. right, local by us. And it wasn't right when it right released, Um but I walked in. It was predominantly, if not, I'm, we might have been the only ones that were white, not black, mm-hmm. that were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we sit down, you know, and it's almost like one of those things you don't even really know. But you go to the movies, right? You're getting popcorn, you're having <laughs> something to drink. Like let's let's be entertained, right? Sure. You know, that's why you go to the movies mm-hmm. to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And here, this begins unfolding mm-hmm. this movie. And um, I honestly could feel myself when I just saw how much um, the, um, just like the inhumane ways in which we thought of another human being, Mm -hmm. another human being. And just watching that happen, and it was like I wanted to sink lower and lower Mm -hmm. in my seat. Because I'm like, dear God, to yeah. even have people where you couldn't even use the same bathroom, you've got to go over. Th- I mean, just like you're like some outcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. some outcast, right? Yeah. And just the cruelty to their quote unquote staff and the maids and all these different things. And yet, you saw as well in that movie how the one, one of the main characters in there, how she loved well the daughter Mm -hmm. of one of the worst people in it as far Mm -hmm. as what her actions were and how she spoke into her you know you was kind you was smart Mm -hmm. just all of that and I'm like that's what this woman was speaking into this other person's child when the other 
her. Was mom her. was speaking hate mm-hmm. and just all of that. It's like, um, but I wanted him to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted him to say, but this isn't what we do. And these are some of the things, yes, we can't deny that that has happened. That's right. Mm-hmm. That our race has thought that they were the top. That's right. Mm-hmm. And everybody else falls really low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you walk around like that through life, I mean, it is anything but God honoring, not mm-hmm. alone people honoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, how about you, Beth, with family and things? And Yeah. No, I mean... Um, it, it it does. I, I mean, I was our girls. We were talking about um, how we, for those listeners, we live outside Chicago area, so it's very much. Um, we live in a cross cultural, you know, area and neighborhood, which I've loved growing up because um, there's all different ethnicities, and so it's allowed me to see people with with all sorts of different ways they express themselves, whether that's in a worship setting or they, they look different than me. And I feel like my parents did a great job of showing me, like, embracing the differences and, um, and, and speaking, um, speaking the truth when it, it wasn't popular. I think of times my father brought in um, different, um, he was a coach, so he would bring in um, black men from the inner city that were on his team, on his football team, and bring them over, and, you know, I mean, this was back, you guys, in the 70s, so, like, I don't know that that, that you know, a teacher could even do that right now, uh, but uh, I can remember that on Saturdays, my mom and dad would make, you know, all this big breakfast, and it wasn't even, like, you know, an issue, and that's what I saw modeled growing up, um, and I tried to do that with my children, only they can share, because, you know, that was my heart, but as I've gotten older, I've I've realized I've gotten I've pulled myself away from um, the the pain, and that brings me pain because if they are my brother and sister in the Lord, then not asking questions mm-hmm. or dismissing their pain is saying I don't see you, mm-hmm. and if I don't see you, if I can just ignore your pain, then I feel real good. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to go to the movies that hurt or talk. And that was what you were saying. I know what you mean. You went there mm-hmm. just for popcorn. All of a sudden you're like, dear Jesus, this was going on just 40, 50 years ago. And probably mm-hmm. a lot of that's still now. And so moving forward, you know, am I, again, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And what if I offend? And what if in my meaning to be a bridge I say there you know all these things that go through my mind because I don't want to say the wrong thing so I'll just be silent but that's not been a good place to go because just telling somebody you know hey I feel for you or I'm sorry that happened if I don't put action to that how is that help I'm sorry you're hungry I'm sorry you don't you don't you know you don't have electricity I'm just saying with a friend or something Mm -hmm. I got to put you know if their Mm -hmm. kids are starving or very hungry me saying I'm sorry right mm-hmm. it's not going to help or, or me yeah. helping fix their house like you know do their dishes they don't need their dishes done they need food on the table mm-hmm. so that that blows through a lot of uh just doing righteous things and that gets to the heart of it is am i willing to go to their point of pain mm-hmm. or do i want to jump and not address it or look at it because oh it makes me feel real uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i like to feel comfortable so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and going to the point of pain is asking questions. Yep. And it's saying, tell me about yourself. 
And you know what? We've been friends for five years, but I've never heard your story. Tell me about you. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had those conversations this week with, with friends, mm-hmm. my beautiful black friends that I've had. And there were some I was in tears with. Because I'm like, I've known you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Forgive me for not asking those questions. Yeah. Because just asking those questions did something to our friendship. Mm-hmm. And we sat there and cried on the phone together. Yeah. And all I was wanting to do was to tell them, please forgive me for not hearing your story. Mm-hmm. Not, that's all. Forgive me for not taking the time to listen, right? And for me to say, well, I didn't know you were in pain is naive. Mm-hmm. Is naive because I, I know mm-hmm. some of their troubles. So, and then I could justify it by saying, well, I don't know how to help or I don't know what to do. But did I take the time to look? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I take the time to ask? Not, oh, if there's anything you need, let me know. Mm-hmm. But specifically, you've shared this, and I know that's been a struggle. What can I do? How can I support you? Right. What can I do to build a bridge here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those are you have to get out of your you own do. life, though. Oh, 100%. Yes, yes. And that's yes. where we are as a society. 100%. Building my career and doing yeah. this Whatever. and doing that. And it's like, that's just to get us through this life. That's not what we're here for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what exactly. we're here for. Yeah, so just listening and learning. And, you know what I mean? Just right. mm-hmm. learning about things. I had no, I didn't, I had no knowledge. Of, well, history class should have taught me. Well, you know what? I probably wasn't listening maybe during Black History Week. I mean, let's just be honest, right? right? I mean, I didn't go in with any negative, you know, connotations or anything. I didn't listen during probably geography and other things too, but I'm just saying now there's much importance on that because I know all that pain and trauma that was experienced. I mean, we're looking at generations of that that's being passed down. Mm-hmm. So I can't not look at it. And that's I the thing, can't. you know, in my life, um, I grew up in a Christian home that was incredibly prejudiced and that's where I come from and not even knowing until I was literally in my 20s and I'm just like Mm -hmm. of won't even use the vernacular and things Mm -hmm. it was just normal in my family and my in my grandparents and then my my mom and things and just the unspoken of what that looks like and you know the black race and all those things and I'm like and it wasn't until my 20s when I was just like thinking because when you're in it you don't even know it it's just like mm-hmm, well all you've yeah. ever all you've ever heard mm-hmm. that's just what you've you heard you come numb to it yeah yeah you don't even it's, know yeah. to even question exactly. it or any of those things and when I when I started questioning I'm like this is not how God calls us to love yeah. mm-hmm. so then you're going against right how you're raised you mm-hmm. start standing up for things or whatever saying that's not you know very kind and all those things you know you don't know what you're talking about you know all those things so you still have to come to a point. It really does, regardless of where you come from, it is an individual decision. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I have a choice, yeah. right? I have a choice. What am I going to do? Do I want to continue this? Do I want to pass that on to my son? Right, yeah. You know, do I want to do those things? And so, no. The answer, obviously, is no. But right. you pass on something you don't question. Yeah. Yeah. And I That's think for good. us as white christians yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna say it yeah we don't question a whole lot yeah mm-hmm. for most of us our churches are very much predominantly one one race yeah some are open to having other races in some aren't mm-hmm. and it's like and i thought it was interesting too when you have almost um, listening you know we all kind of listen to it um which I think it's called Be the Bridge. I encourage you guys to listen yeah. to this. It was Dr. John Gray and also um, uh, 
Pastor Stephen. Pastor um, Stephen Furtick. Listen to it. It's on. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But just in just in all of that of how how you navigate that and what does it look like? How do you how do you handle it? And he said um, he said you know it. Stephen Furtick did. He said, I want to be a person, a pastor, right? Because of where he came from. And he kind of told his story about yeah. him being on this um, choir. Black choir. Yeah. 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 He was That's the only, he was the, he was the only white guy and they kept pursuing him. They had a chance to John Gray college. didn't even know it. His, that part of it. And he was just like, this explains why you are the way you, you are. are now. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want to just have a deacon who's of color or I have a, and then I have a, a white woman who's on praise team and I have all my bases covered. Yeah. 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 He said, I'm not looking for it to how it looks so yeah. I can look good. It's the it's the core. It's the core of who I am. Yeah. And it's actually I can't I can't not do it yeah. because oh. it's it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think even that we have to be careful, you know, of well I have all my boxes checked. I'm politically correct. Yeah. yeah. They're people. Yeah. <laughs> people with stories, with stories lives. With stories. Yeah. Um so we're in, you know, we're in the in the church part of this. We've talked about the individual and the family and the church and I really do believe that's where that's where it begins. Mm-hmm. What is being taught um because how we handle that and our perceptions and there are there are many people who profess to know Jesus that are filled full of hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is not scriptural. Mm-hmm. What do you guys, I mean, what do you guys think on that? I mean, how do we, how do we begin addressing some of those things? Just even if we're in congregation, we aren't even in leadership or if we are in leadership, how do we begin handling some of those things? Well, I think right now a lot of pastors are having that conversation. Um, so I think that's, that's a positive, right? And that's awesome that they're they're addressing it now. Yes. Whereas, I mean, they really haven't addressed it, right? No. I mean, they no. s- love is love, but now they're addressing the issue, what's happening, the heart of it. And I think that's that's where life, I believe, is going to s- come from. And, and addressing it before, quote, we know all the facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I think it was mentioned that um, uh, Dr. John Gray, I believe it's Dr. Gray, had said that um, it was so honoring to him and to his culture when um, white brothers and sisters not only spoke out, but spoke out before he was tried and convicted type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. saw the video and didn't, it didn't matter, you know, what the circumstances what was. Did, yeah, yeah, that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. What happened was wrong. And, um, yeah, I, n- I never looked at it that way because sometimes we wait to collect all the facts. Yeah. Then we respond. Mm-hmm. So just realizing that it doesn't matter what the gentleman did. Right. I don't mean the policeman. Yeah. Um, that what was done to this human being was awful, mm-hmm. was, was absolutely horrendous. There's no, oh, there's a little bit of gray in that, right? He did this or that. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's true, you know. Um, I mean, we do love, not we, me, but, I mean, America as a whole, man, they love their animals. And, and you know, if you were to do something to a, a seal or a spotted owl, I mean, you, or dog, mm-hmm. a cat, you would be on billboards, you would have death threats. And yet, right, we right. watched a man 
the most her one of the most horrific things I've ever seen, and there should be outrage in our hearts yeah. for where, where have we come as a people, as a nation, mm-hmm. that this would even be something that would be divided because a life was, you know, a life was right. taken. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, Brittany. Yeah, I just think um, in any arena, whether it be um, careers or at church, just using our voice and what we have and extending our compassion or or, um, convictions to those around us. Because I was just thinking even in church, like, for the most part, I don't know about you guys, but for me, you sit in the same row, same people, Mm -hmm. got your same click, Mm -hmm. my group. (laughs) And so when it's all just being ignored or brushed over, or maybe people are bringing it up, but I'm just like, oh, it's just their opinion. And I don't address maybe an issue or I don't correct, not correct, but bring light to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me, I just want to advocate more. Like I'm a nurse practitioner. And so that's what we, I mean, that's what we do. We advocate for health and for life. And that's our thing. Um, And I have, yeah, I have a lot of black patients and I love that I get the opportunity to do that, to advocate for both. And there's no difference. And so I think in regards to the church, just using, our voice that we have to influence those around us and to have the conversations with each other and not be afraid or that we may not say mm-hmm. the right thing or that we don't have all the the knowledge like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. and, and even too, you know, I have been personally and I think a lot of us here just educating ourselves and mm-hmm. being slow to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to listen and and not and not speak, just to listen and, and hear. And in doing that you know, it would be very easy to go, well, I, you know, hey, I've read all these journals. I've listened to all this stuff. I'm now this educated white woman. But if I, if I do There's that. heart change then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great. I have all this information. What am I doing practically mm-hmm. in Northwest Indiana that brings about change? Mm-hmm. Can I influence the whole world? Mm, probably not. Mm-hmm. But I have a neighborhood. I have work. I have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I think your example is great. Like, okay, what can I do? But you reached out to your friends and you, you asked mm-hmm. them, you know, tell me, I want to know more. Tell me your story. Mm-hmm. And you grieved with them. I think mm-hmm. that is more impactful because, you know, you can't, you change the world with one-on-one. Yeah. Love the one. Mm-hmm. And you were doing that. You love the one. And you were able to love on, you know, five of your Five of your friends, yeah. and that's probably a huge impact in their life and in your oh, life. Mine. I was yeah, so exactly. I was honored they shared their story. Yeah, and so now they feel mm-hmm. more united in your relationship and more of yeah. So I think that's where it starts. So instead of thinking, oh, well, I'm not going to make a difference. I'm not going to do this, that. You know, I can't change the whole world. It's like, no, like what's in front of you? Do you have friends? who are <laughs> black okay what can you do okay do exactly what she did mm-hmm. call them reach out to them tell me your story you know for like you said forgive me for not asking mm-hmm. and i think that's key ask yeah it is i mean asking those questions and just you know opening it up and um i'll share a brief story i'm a realtor in the area um this was almost 20 years ago but had a uh, two black gentlemen come in at the end of an open house. It was a new construction open house here in the area. And um, I talked to them just like, you know, I would, and that's just, you know, who I am, and I'm talking and everything, and um, showed them some things, you know. I followed up just like you do, and he's like, can I have your number? Sure, and all those things. And then I did follow up with him. He said, we want to work with you. I said, oh, great, because I'm thinking, okay, good, you know. 
and he proceeded to tell me that he had been from they had been from open house to open house to open house and because of how they were dressed jeans t-shirt sneakers that no one gave them the time of day mm-hmm. and he said we're working with you because you gave us the time of day and you didn't judge us on our appearance mm-hmm. and as it turns out he was vice president of what was then bank one and his wife was head of pediatrics in one of the local hospitals Mm -hmm. and it's like you had no idea Mm -hmm. you know we're educated and all these things you know um but because of how we were people just said yeah they're not buyers or they can't afford or you know can't whatever and we're taught not to obviously we can't discriminate and under anything age race creed you know we can go down the whole line But I do think that it comes out of who you are. When you aren't doing something because, well, I can't do that and I can't do that. I'm going to break the law. It's just like, no, that's just who you are. Mm. And then it wasn't too much farther down the line where this person, another person came into the open house who was a white, it was a white lady. And she was saying, do you think property values are going down? Mm. I said, I don't think so. I said, because you're new construction. So everything is increasing that, you know, brings property values, Mm -hmm. just keeps raising it. She's like, well, there's a black living. There's another one moving in. Mm-hmm. I would love to know the realtor that sold him that home. And I said, you're looking at her. Mm-hmm. Just eyeball to eyeball. It's like, do you know what you've caused? And I'm going to talk to the association. I just proceeded to say they have the right to live wherever they want like mm-hmm. anybody yeah. else does if they can afford it. Yeah. That's all That's all it's about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I end up having to ask her to leave the open house. But I was saying, as we were talking about this before, I was thinking, okay, here I am. Who could maybe come into this open house now where all these people are in an uproar in a community? I'm mm-hmm. by myself, but I'm like, you know what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because that's just, that's just who I am. And we talked about the scriptures, you know, out of the heart... Um, Abundance of the heart. Abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. speaks. And Mm -hmm. so that is going to come out in different ways of what's really going on. It really is a heart issue. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a heart issue. And those are the things that we, as we're going through this, so that voice or standing up for that person or, Mm -hmm. or being there, because I think just like people say, oh, you know, COVID blowing out of proportion, all these things. I haven't had somebody in a hospital hanging on to their life. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that. Right, right. Because you can be darn sure if that was my experience, you wouldn't I wouldn't be saying they're blowing it out right. of proportion. Yeah. And yeah. you could probably you know, attest yeah, to that being yeah. a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. because it hasn't touched us. That's right. That's it. Personally, yeah. we're numb to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, another person lost their life. Yeah. You know, world's in a horrible place. You know, yeah. Jesus help us. And we go on making our dinner. Yeah. Because it hasn't touched us personally. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I think this time, I don't know why, maybe the planet's all aligned or maybe it's God trying to get people's Mm -hmm. attention. Whatever word you want, you know, what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good and say, hello, people, wake up, right? Wake up of we've got to start doing something. And I think then as we move then to the um, government part of it, of just, you know, who are we... um, Healing without division, I think that's really important. It's not what party you're on, who you're voting for, whatever, of really pulling together and not to get votes, 
but to say what are where are we as a people yeah. where are we as a nation what do we want to be known for as we talk about it, how our country leads yeah 100%. right we're, we're looked to as a leader mm-hmm. how are we leading Absolutely. the rest of the country yeah. the world and what do you what do you do with this yeah. mm-hmm. you you know you you matter and i think that's um as we've just gone through this of you matter and you may not even believe that you matter, but I think it's those of us who do know that they matter need to speak those things into that, that's, it. That's that's the difference, I think, is yes. where there's been silence or um, somebody says a, a, a joke or, you know, memes are so, you know, everybody loves a funny meme, but where it's just, they're not, it's not funny. You know what I mean? I mean, it was it was rooted in some racism or whatever, and it's like, it's not funny. Like, it, it, it's like offending me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good. I don't ever want to be numb yeah. to to any group of people. And, and and right now, our you know beautiful black friends are experiencing a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And so to brush that under the table and say, well, it's not in my home. We we got enough going on here to worry about someone else's problem is just not only insensitive, but where is God in my heart during this? Mm-hmm. I mean. And I believe he's speaking to us individually, mm-hmm. and I believe he's speaking to us as a nation, and mm-hmm. we preach unity, and we're going to come together, and without God touching each of our heart, there's no way, you know, because it is overwhelming, because I think, what do I have? Here I am, a middle-aged white woman that lives in the burbs, seriously, but when mm-hmm. God touches your heart, he burdens you for something, um, because of what you've seen, it's I've seen something that I've never wanted to see in my life. I can't say it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. I can't say it didn't happen. No, it happened, right? It happened during my lifetime. Like you went and saw a movie that was based right. in the 1950s. Oh, yeah, I get it. That was back then. Mm-hmm. Well, what you know? some of the things we're seeing now, I'm like, doesn't look too much different. Has uh-huh. there been progress? Yes. But where there's not been progress, where can I? Mm-hmm. You know, I think of you know Esther for, you know for such a time as this mm-hmm. it's no coincidence that two 30 year olds right and two two other women whose age will not be listed um that that we were created and and we, for such a time as yes. this mm-hmm. so if i am for such a time as this then what does that mean god what did, what would that mean for me to do well maybe I, maybe all i can do right now is listen and love you know i I, I want to begin acting and doing more than that. I feel like God's in my heart's been storing some things, but I'm just here. I'm just God. What what are you doing? But I have to put action to mm-hmm. it. I can't put. I got all this information now. Yeah, what are you going to do with it, Beth? What are you right. going to do when with it? When it dies down in a week, exactly. And everybody's back out of their life. When another crisis hits the U.S. Now, yeah, now what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, just in our prayers and will. Um, We'll go ahead and end here. You guys can have some closing remarks because I want to make sure you can do that. But I think just to for our prayers to be repentance and yes. maybe and maybe those sitting here, our prayers are just forgive me for being complacent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgive me for being complacent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and um, of just saying, well, that's not my color, or I've got my life and it's too bad for them, not or you know whatever mm-hmm. it is, or. Whatever it is, and I think everybody probably has repentance um, in different areas, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. between you and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, to not let this just be a heightened moment, yeah. 
but have it really say, how has this changed me? How do I want to proceed? What kind of conversations do I want to have? Because mm-hmm. one of the things we as Americans talk about is we don't like to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And these conversations are uncomfortable. Yeah. We're hoping that these podcasts that we do cause uncomfortable in yeah. your life because that means we're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We're doing something, not just another voices on the air that just say whatever, um, mm-hmm. but it's making a difference. Anything that you guys want to say at all here at the end? You good? You good, you think? Okay. Um, I think that one of um, Tony Evans uh, talked about was building a bridge is the, um, is the avenue in which things have, are changing. We can, we can be the bridge, but also um, service. That's what we need to yeah. do. We need to yeah. serve, and that goes beyond discussions and seminars and podcasts. Yes. How do we go from this podcast and say, how do I, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And that um, it's then that God can be in love with his creation that he has made. And I think that's how we want to end mm-hmm. yes. uh, today. So I hope that this has been um, a good source for you to hear some other uh, voices, to hear experiences, to hear different age groups. Uh, we're glad Brittany could join us today. Maybe she'll hang around for the next <laughs> one too. We'll see here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'd love for you to rate. Right, I have to say this right. Rate our podcast. <laughs> Give a review. We need five stars. <laughs> Go on, Renovate. <laughs> Go on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, uh, RenovatingYou.com. Mm-hmm. Leave your email. Am I, am I leaving anything? Nope. Out? Go to our website. Leave your email. <laughs> Exciting things coming ahead. Yeah, so we have definitely. to do some excitement coming here that we're um, looking for community and things like that. So um, thank you so much for listening to Renovating You podcast. And I hope that you will um, be a person of action and that you will continue asking questions. Mm-hmm. And to that, we will say, see you later, renovators. <laughs>